What's going on, everybody? What's up, Hollow Colt? Hope everybody's doing awesome. Living their best life. As always. As always. Um, never mind my little sick and fly headliner up here. I was messing around, forgot to take it down. Whoops. Oh Marty McFly over there. <laughs> but I hope everybody is doing well. It is Wednesday, and you are on the night shift with the good old hollow boys here. Um, so what's new in the world? This one, not much, day? not much. Um, twisted, I am feeling slightly better. I think I have a sinus infection. I think that's what my problem is. So I'm taking Tis care of season. that. Tis the season. Yeah. I'm not feeling as rough as I was last week, but, you know, it's whatever. I got a pretty interesting story to talk about tonight for our 30-minute talk here. I think, uh, unless you have anything, Steve, uh, it's it's pretty wild. I had a a person on Instagram send me a message. And it contained uh, more or less a expiration confession and a death confession, more or less. Like a deathbed confession where they're like, hey, here's a story that I have to tell. And it's pretty interesting. Um, My thought, my thoughts on it are pretty interesting uh do you have anything steve oh not comparable to that okay so <laughs> so i was just trying to talk about to... chinese spy balloons and shit like that but that's right on uh it's kind of it's kind of in the same vein um but i'll try to get through the best i can i think the messages kind of get choppy here but uh it says my uncle was a decorated air force colonel Vietnam vet, independent consultant for the government. He was a legit, no-nonsense man, not ever prone to exaggeration, known in my entire life. About 10 years ago, he and my aunt spent a weekend with my mother. All were in their 70s at the time. And over dinner, my uncle told my mother he wanted to tell her something that was going to be a bit of a game changer. So he relayed his story about being in Washington on a consultant meeting at the Pentagon over at Logistics for the War in Afghanistan. He was in this meeting. Let me re- refine this here. Because, it, like I said, these messages. He was in a meeting with current Air Force and Army officers and a few other retire- retired officers. One of those guys was an old Air Force buddy from decades ago. After the meeting wrapped up, my uncle invited this friend to dinner. Over drinks, they were kind of opening up about their long careers in the military And my uncle put him on the spot. He said something like, I know you've been in the higher clearance section that approves budgets for decades. Why do you guys just green light millions and millions of dollars for Area 51? What's really going on out there? Hell yeah. Yeah, this is where it gets dicey. Blah, blah, blah. I think it goes here. So it says, my uncle told my mom that his reply was pretty chilling. He says, if you really want to know the truth, this will change the way you think about the world, and there's no way to go back. We're both in advanced age. Who knows how much longer we have left? So my uncle relayed this to my mom. 
His buddy said, and the language he used is exact as I asked my uncle about it a few years later. Let me see if I can find this next message. He relayed this story about being in Washington on a consultant meeting. Yeah, that, I already read that. The U.S. government obtained multiple bodies of humanoid forms from a crash at Roswell. Here we go. Uh, and I think it got cut off here, but I'm pretty sure it basically describes them as interdimensional travelers. The bodies are shuttled by train between several military facilities, so they are never in one place for a long duration, including Area 51 and Wright-Patterson Air Force Base outside of Dayton, Ohio. As I said, my uncle is a legit, as they come, he has never before mentioned anything about UFOs in all the years I have known him, and he was nearing the end of his life. He shared that story with my mother. She called me and told me about it about a year after at a, at a family wedding. When we were sitting together at a bar, I asked him about about it, and he confirmed with the exact same details. Um, and then that was virtually it. And the guy, the guy messaged me asking, uh, "Do do I think it was legit?" And I was like, "Because he told me the parameters of the the group chat that he was in." And I was like, well, man, like, because the group parameters are, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell everybody, but it, it is something completely and utterly unrelated to the paranormal at all. They just, they were kind of making small talk and this, uh, they got talking about podcasts, what it was. And one of the guys brought us up and that's kind of how it sparked the conversation. Uh, what I find bizarre about this, I know it's short and sweet, but. I find it bizarre that they constantly move the bodies around. If this is all true, right? They, they move them from one location to the next. And I found it interesting because if you logically think about that, like it, it doesn't make sense unless they're trying to hide the bodies from certain sections of the government if they don't even want certain people in the government to know about it because guys like you and me are not getting into area 51, there's no possible way. And then, and then moving the bodies in my opinion, poses more of a risk than leaving them at area 51 or leaving them at Wright Patterson air force base. Right. Because that in that, creates more loose ends essentially right because yeah 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 yeah. you're constantly moving it around and of course you know you could there i'm there's plenty of ways of skating around those you know put it in a box and it's oh it's a it's a it's a missile or it's a whatever it's you know name name something a refrigerator it could be anything but i i find it very peculiar that they move it around so much because like I said the only thing that I can think of logically is that they're trying to hide it from certain sections of the government that they don't even want certain sections to find out about it for whatever reason yeah, yeah. like you you hear the theory that what what we know as greys are just basically like biological clones like robot clones yeah so if, if that is the case 
the more that they can move him around, the less people have to put eyes on him, the less chance you would think that that would come to fruition. Like that would be at the forefront of everybody's thoughts. If you can just keep shuffling them, keep shuffling them, not yeah. have people actually get into them and check them out, autopsies, whatever, whatever you have. So it's almost, it's almost like there are different nefarious uh, alphabet agencies trying to keep them away from everybody else. Yeah. And it's always, it's always been like, cause in a lot of our research and a lot of our, our discussions, we hear about the opposing factions within government agencies, within secret societies, within all these things. And it, it, it almost sounds novel. Like it doesn't sound like it should play that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, I, and it's it's just so bizarre. I had a buddy at work and his wife, fiance, um, she said that her grandfather worked at Edwards Air Force Base in California. And um, she overheard him talking to her grandmother when she was young. And I didn't get all the details, but it definitely involved him witnessing uh, alien bodies as well at Edwards. Dude, how, how crazy would that be to be able to be there and, and legitimately witness an off world entity laying on a, a, a gurney? I, you, I mean, you would initially have to like, second guess yourself yeah you're like did i just see that and then especially because i guess he was like debriefed afterwards and he was told you do not talk about this with anyone you didn't right. say anything you do not talk about it with your family you do not talk about it with your friends you do not talk about it with god you did not see anything and i guess it just came came to a point where he's like you know what i have to tell somebody i have to tell somebody about it <laughs> And she just happened to be in the other room and overheard it. Oh, man, and it, it would be hard to not tell anybody about that. I also find it like I get that mental mental picture in my head because like military types are like a whole different breed. Like it's it's so it's so interesting because like I would be in this shock state. Like holy shit, holy shit. And I just picture these old hard ass dudes like they look and they have their jaws open and then their commanding officers like, Hey, straighten your ass up. Like, this is real. This is real. You need to be serious. And then they just go into like poker face. We're like, yeah, okay. Business. Let's go. <laughs> it's just, and I don't know that I could do that. I would just, I would, I would be so taken back. And so like everything I knew Everything I know, it just goes right out the window. It's it's all. Oh, I'd immediately start asking questions. I'm back. Oh, and, and you'd probably end up it, in a shallow I, grave. Yeah, I guarantee it. I would not be able to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I would be. And that's that's what crazy. Like the the amount of uh security that comes with that type of shit, because you know you're getting monitored. Everything you do, everything you do is twenty four sevens. 24 seven surveillance. Oh yeah. 
Especially, especially if they're dealing in extraterrestrials. Yeah, and then oh, another another triple kind digits, of... triple digits. All right, let's go. Um, another peculiar peculiar thing about that is the fact that like you have a and like I said, the dang message got cut off. Or I can't read that one sentence, but you have what essentially is a seventy to eighty year old man toss out the claim that it's an interdimensional being. That's pretty interesting. If you ask me, yeah, like that's, that's pretty significant. That is, it's, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like it's a pretty wild story. And I know, I know it's like, there's not a lot of meat there, but there, for me, in the way my brain works, there is a lot of meat there because there's a lot of things that are unsaid. Oh yeah. That just, I don't know. It just, it just, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And it just corroborates every, uh, all the other stories that surround, especially area 51 and right. Patterson. And right now you hear now, like I didn't hear a whole lot about Edwards air force base being connected until my buddy at work was like, yeah, my wife's grandfather said that he had uh, he has seen entities at Edwards. That's freaking awesome. It is awesome. It makes you wonder, man. I I listen I listen to that this guy on excited. Like I'm yeah. low key excited. <laughs> I listened to this guy on YouTube that was talking about uh life on earth. And how if if life on Earth is just this rare, like absolute miracle, everything aligned itself. And um, he was talking about how if that were if that were the case, like the odds, what did he say? The odds of everything lining up perfectly for it to be um, accidental you'd have a greater chance of winning the lottery 10 times over every day for 10 years. <laughs> wow. That's, but he also uh, pretty significant. He, yeah. Cause he, he was talking about like, if I could remember like, like the force of a nucleus, if it was off by like just a fraction of a percent of pressure life, like life as we know it wouldn't exist. But he was yeah. talking about, he was talking about, uh, how how all these things had to be right for for life to exist but then he's like a thing that we don't think about much is are all of uh these things on earth right for consciousness to exist as well like do there have to be so many so many variables for for consciousness as we know it to also exist yeah holy shit i never thought about that which is a whole rabbit hole in itself oh yeah for sure like it, and I think that's 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 per the human condition, though, right? Like we're never gonna, most people are never gonna sit down and contemplate those thoughts, right? Most of us are just fine with existing in the matrix, so to speak, just kind of going along for the ride, doing doing your due diligence, putting your forty in, waiting. Waiting oh, yeah. to retire. And I mean, I've heard that when I hear not so long ago, I can't remember where I heard it, but somebody was talking about how 
there was a time when humans at least lived to two to 300 years old. Which is pretty Damn. interesting. But something happened where they changed, they were able to change the genetic code to shorten our lifespan. I cannot remember where I heard that. Uh, capitalism happened and we became slave wage slaves and we just well, didn't want to live that long anymore. That's true. That's true. That's probably <laughs> the reality of it. We're just like, nah, 200 is too much. Yeah. We're going to step away from that. Yeah. Imagine, imagine that grueling pace of life, just having to work till you're 200. I think I'm good. Yeah. I'm good with the amount that I've already put in. Same. <laughs> oh, on that, what do we, uh, we'll, we'll roll it back to the, uh, spy balloon whatever what's everybody think about that that's big that was big big news big psyop to take everybody's attention off of shit for a little bit yeah that's interesting it was kind of sus huh well yeah yeah because i i saw somewhere where uh they said while that was all going on the feds raided one of them chinese police departments that are here in the united states hmm Interesting. <laughs> so I, love that it just... I guarantee it's a psyop. It's got to be. Oh yeah! Look at how they handled it. They they just happened to notice when it was just like over Montana when it entered the United States, and they're like, you know what? We're just gonna let's just leave it alone. It's not as bad as you think it is. And then as it as it made its way all like three days worth of balloon travel, it makes itself over the Atlantic, and then they shoot it down. Right. I read uh I read that it also I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know. I don't know the the truth behind it, but that it passed over a few uh military bases. I wouldn't doubt that. China I saw that China's trying to write it off that it was a civilian like weather experiment balloon. Mm -hmm. They're all uh super upset that we shot it down. Just like some other stuff was an accident. Yeah, whoops. Oh. Yeah. Awful lot of accidents coming from from over that way. Yeah, I did see that there was one uh, over South America as well. It's hard to tell. Like how and many I saw, I saw that the, what was that? Montana? The explosion in Montana was a hoax. It wasn't real. Oh, it was a hoax? That's the what I heard. Whatever was falling out of the sky? Yeah, I heard it was a hoax. That's weird. It is weird, but it, like you said, it's a psyop. It's to keep us all looking over this way. Yeah. Which yeah. is pretty easy to do these days. It doesn't That's take much. Fact. That's a fact. You post a video on the internet and you can change everybody's outlook on life tenfold man i i wish i could i'm gonna have to look into it because people send me these crazy ass reels on instagram all the time and there are some freaking weird ones there was one somebody sent me actually a couple people sent it of this dude he had a camera set up in his room 
and it was aimed at his like into his bedroom door and all the lights are on and it could be some slick editing don't get me wrong but he's got this camera set up and he's watching and all of a sudden like i don't know probably three feet off the floor this dark head peeks around the corner and then zips back and he's like see the shadow the shadow people are back yada 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 and then up at like the top of the door another head oh i did see that peeks around I did and then zips that. back and it goes then, in the bedroom yeah yeah and there's nothing in the bedroom yeah i mean it, that could have been slick editing right he could have somehow paused it in between there and then let's let the person come out and then go in there but if not how bizarre would that be like broad daylight, all the lights on, and seeing shadow heads peeking out around <laughs> your door. It's hard to even like understand what's real and what's not anymore with the way technology is now. They have in their chase for getting the best evidence, they have ruined all evidence because now you can you can create whatever you want. Yeah. Like I was, I was listening to. Speaking of creating whatever you want, I was listening to. I don't remember if it was Tim Pool or who it was, and just kind of popped up in my my podcast list there, and they were talking about deep fake videos and how like terrifying those are getting. Like how realistic those videos are actually getting. Oh now. yeah, oh yeah. They're like it's it's. Because I guess somebody did one to Biden, and they're like, "Dude, it's it's dead on. Like it is. It looks and sounds a hundred percent real." Yeah, that's and that's that's the fear with this uh, Chat GPT. And I know I saw that Google just put out like an alternative that's just as powerful. I forget what it's yeah. called. And actually, they were talking about that too. Yeah, they said that's going to be your on that episode. That could be uh, the future to where you can't tell the difference between a per if you're talking to a person or if you're talking to AI. Well, they were they were talking about that as use as that being the new Google. Like that's going to be the new search engine. You're going to ask it a question, and it's essentially going to write you an essay, which is kind of terrifying because that's something telling you it's not allowing you to look into it yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like. I could be like, hey, tell me about Roswell. And it's going to give me what it's prompted to give me about Roswell. No other information. Oh, yeah. Right? And then, I don't know. It, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. And there, there are people that were already finding ways around it. Like there was, they, somebody came up with a prompt to make it tell you the truth or be more honest. So it would it would then when you asked it a question, it would give you two answers. It would give it the original programming answer, but then it would also give the new parameter answer. The honest answer. Yeah. 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 They, they said it could just it could get ridiculous. Like <laughs> it's kind of scary when you sit and think about it. It's already um like code doing code better and faster than people could yeah. do code. Yeah. And I was listening to this YouTube channel and this guy brought up the point. He's like, what if, what if this thing gets, 
it soaks up so much so much knowledge and then it's open to the public for, to for everybody what if somebody gets on there and is like hey how can we how can i destroy the human race for under a hundred thousand dollars you know oh yeah and i didn't then, figure it out yeah this this AI, I prompt doesn't have any dog in any fight it doesn't give a right. shit about people you know it's right. it'd just be like here you go this is how you do it yeah yeah and they're saying like a lot of uh art uh, arts being created by the ai music is starting oh, to yeah. be created by ai and then imagine like we we're like i was just telling you it writes essays and kids don't even have to write essays anymore they'll just go there but like hey write me an essay yeah. on george washington and it just go you know here you go yep here you go yeah like like, like the whole salesman analogy freaking crazy. It's, gonna to the point. it's gonna get to the point where you're you're almost gonna want to talk to the ai because it's gonna be the best of the best it's gonna have all the minds in the business tucked yeah. right into one nice little package yeah and i i've, I've seen a, a ton of content creators that are already using it using ai to create content Yep. Help them, help them do all types of stuff with it. How we, like, we use so it easy. for the show, the show promos, the images. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's just so, it's it's such a awesome and terrifying tool. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, and that's with all all technology. You know, it's it's always it's got its ups and downs. It's, du it's always double edged. You know, if, if good people would use it, it could be great. It'd be fantastic. And that'd be like but having one never, of them. It's never just like that. <laughs> right. That would be like having a device that could cure any ailment ever. Cancer, anything, any type of ailment. And it essentially, ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? But, uh, <laughs> Essentially, you, you could come up with a device that would extend your life and cure all ailments. Sounds like a great thing. But you know what would happen? It would only be able to be used by the people in power so that they could maintain power for the rest of their life. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to use they'll they'll just start charging people for it. If you want to use this, it's going to cost it's $500 you. billion. Yeah. Sorry about you. Yeah. <laughs> that's That's a fact, Bertie. With awesome power comes government control. <laughs> Dude, I love that. That's, that's that's a bumper sticker in the making right that there. Might, but that might be a that's might a be good one. guy sticker. That might be that's that might be awesome. on a shirt soon. I really like that. I'm thinking bumper <laughs> sticker, man. I like the idea of it being on a bumper sticker. Everybody <laughs> seeing it, just being like, God, isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? Oh yeah, oh, uh, not. It. AI, I mean, artificial intelligence, not to be confused with Appalachian intelligence. So <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to worry about those fellas taking over the planet yet. I was going to say, you never know. Yeah. Just there's, a, there's, a, there's a Lex Luthor in, inside everyone. That's, that is a fact. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see what's going on in the chat here. I was just kind of per perusing cruising i know we got some birthdays in the discord i know autumn just had a birthday uh, helen just had a birthday it might be today i think was what i read nice um, there was somebody else but I, I don't know their actual name they're boats and hoes in the discord so they got a birthday coming up as well so shout out to all our 
birthdays in the hollow cult i know i probably missed a bunch of people but i was just perusing the discord so hope everybody had an awesome one we'll have an awesome one and it's uh dope nobody at our age nobody likes birthdays the only reason i even remember mine is because my oldest boys is the day right after mine <laughs> <laughs> it's just another day to me for me and myself that is so i'll get to thinking about it i'm like oh shit it's almost everett's birthday and i'm like oh man it's my birthday what no <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome it's almost time to open up the lines here um my nose itched uh helen's is today uh colleen what's up is it was it your birthday colleen did i miss that if I did, apologies. Happy birthday to Colleen. If it is her birthday, if not, yeah, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday to birthday. everyone. Yeah. Everybody is here. It's their birthday. We'll just we'll just call it the hollow birthday. Yeah. The happy uh, the, hollow birthday, birthday party. <laughs> uh, uh, make sure anyway. you hit the like button, subscribe, do all that stuff, share the show. Uh steady stacking triple digits again, uh, which is awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. awesome. Uh, I, I'm going to set some new parameters here when doing the holophone. Uh, I'm going to try to suggest everybody pay attention. I'm going to try to be better. I'm not. I I get uh, sidetracked. But I'm going to put the holophone is live, and that's when it's going to be live. And then basically what I'm going to try to do is give me and Steve time to conversate a little bit after each phone call like we normally would, right? Instead of just going bam, 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 bam. As soon as I start talking. Yeah, and then then a call come through. So I'm going to try to give it time, you know, that way we can conversate a little bit and then go into the next call. So we're going to try to run it that way. So if I don't like, and you can feel free to call, I'll just turn it down where I can't hear the ringer. But and I just, I don't want anybody to get offended by it. And like, we're ignoring you or something, you know, and I, I'd rather have everybody on the same page than not. Yeah. Um, just going to comment on this. I see uh, Luke up here. Uh, he's a trucker traveling everywhere need some more stickers i've got some new ones made and they have qr codes on them i got a whole shit ton of them so next time uh you're in town holler and i'll hook you up i'm gonna be sending those out so people can just stick them all over the place anyway old that's awesome on the ground street team style yeah there's a trucker i'm gonna try to pull the audio off instagram for one of our next episodes but he was uh, driving through Arizona yesterday, and it sounds like he saw some crazy UFO activity. Oh, like it was light, crazy. it was like lighting up this whole area, and it was all types of shit. So I'm gonna try. It's a little bit um noisy because he is driving, but because yeah, he, I mean he's literally doing it as he's driving. He's like, "Yo, dudes, like this is what I just seen." <laughs> And I'm like, that's that's fucking crazy. So uh, let's hope that uh, I can pull that audio. Yeah, send it. You guys are you guys are banging it out today. We just had 115 in here. I saw that. 
A solid. A solid. We're almost 120. Keep pushing, Holocaust. Yeah, paranormal trucker. He's got some picture with his rig and all the stickers. Yeah, our stickers are kind oh, of small. I have a, a giant semi. <laughs> that's awesome. I'll get one like the size of a dinner table made and I'll ship it out to you. You can just there you go. Wrap the whole truck. That would be ridiculous, but awesome. Um is it truckers almost truckers' birthday? Happy birthday, trucker. I saw that uh why well, there's so Colleen's many birthdays. Colleen's was last month, so I didn't uh if I uh, I just made up for it. So Happy last month birthday. Yeah, we're not good with dates. I don't remember any dates. But all 115 of you in here, you got some you got some weird shit to talk about or what? You know you want to. Well, there it is. There it is. The whole phone has popped. Rock and roll. Oh shit, we already have a missed call. I didn't even see it. It was 30 minutes ago. Calling in as soon as the show starts. <laughs> <They're> like, bam! <laughs> I got maybe this. The, maybe at the sign they want us to shut the hell up and just probably the lines up. Probably. <laughs> but yeah, it's open. If anybody wants to call, you're more than welcome to call. And uh, yeah, don't be scared. Tell us some weird shit. Ask us questions. Uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Rocky Bone says any egress updates. Mm, I guess we got a phone we'll call. Have to wait, won't it? Hello, welcome to the night shift. Yo. Hello. Oh, hi. Sorry. Uh, what's going on? Uh, not much. I was just uh first uh. Uh, night shift that I've uh, been listening to. Awesome. Welcome aboard. Yeah, I've been listening to, yeah, I've been listening to you guys for a while, and I just gotta say your podcast is great. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I think Kyle follows me on Instagram. Probably. I yeah, I got the Instagram. That would be Kyle. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I just wanted to say what's up to you guys and uh, <laughs> Uh, I just want to see the, your a couple podcasts back later. The one uh, about skinwalkers, yeah. that one interesting a lot because I'm Native American and that's, I deal with a lot of stuff like that. That's awesome. Uh, I, I have a couple more books to go through as far as skinwalkers are concerned, so I'm I'm pretty excited to to bring more of those episodes. And like I said, that that book that I referenced that episode off of is phenomenal. There's so much good information in there. Oh yeah. Um, the I actually do have like three episodes on the confessionals that I was on. Um, oh, awesome! Oh, that's dope. Talked a little bit about skinwalkers, not a lot. Uh, like I said, there's a uh, like I told Tony, I have a lot of stuff that happened to me on the reservation. Um, what? I don't know if you guys ever want to hear about this uh, location near where I grew up, which is something I found out recently was. Of interest. I don't know if you guys want to hear about that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, um, I, I've lived next to this. Uh, 
don't know if you're familiar with a place called Shiprock. Um, it's been, I think the location has been in a couple of movies, Transformers, um, Jumanji, the second one with The Rock and Kevin Hart and them. Yeah. The, yeah, that rock. So there's Shiprock, and then if you travel toward Gallup, uh, there's another rock kind of like that, but a little wider. Um, we call that Bennett's Peak. But apparently, uh, to the locals around the area that I grew up, it's known as Skinwalker Mountain. Uh, and nice. Yeah, and I live next to that uh, rock, like uh, pretty much uh, from second grade to uh, after high school. And uh, the whole story goes with that is that it's a the reason why they call it Skinwalker Mountain is because it's kind of like. Uh, what I've been told, it's kind of like a skinwalker headquarters kind of thing where they have all their meetings. Apparently, there's like a cave you can um, enter in, and at the center of it's a hogan with uh, uh, like bones kind of surrounding the whole hogan. And people just uh, say that that's where skinwalkers have like their meetings and stuff and where they all meet. And, uh, yeah, I've, I've never... I've always wanted to go and uh, look around that area because it's just down the road from where my parents live in. Uh, I just never got the chance to go there. But around the area that I grew up, there's always been like skinwalker activity. And uh, I have a lot of stories that I can tell, but uh, just never really put it out there. Yeah. Uh, I, I assume that you've probably had some pretty interesting experiences out there. Oh, yeah, I had a lot of interesting stuff that happened to me out there. Um, but, and, and like, I've also collected stories myself of, like, uh, stuff that happened to people around that area. Um, I've actually been considering, like, starting something on, like, TikTok or Instagram or maybe even starting my own podcast because of For all, sure. like, the stories I've collected myself from uh, those er- that around that area. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That would be it's, awesome. It, it's hard to... It's seemingly hard, anyways, to collect those types of stories. A lot of people are pretty tight lip about them. Yeah, I mean, like uh, being native myself, it's it's a little easier for me because uh, I don't know, it might just be because I'm native. But I know to like a lot of other people uh, that aren't uh, native, they don't really talk about that kind of stuff with them. But uh, I'm, I'm all about like sharing and. It's information and stuff because it's it's interesting um yeah absolutely absolutely like I, like your description of the mountain there and where they all go to me is crazy yeah i mean uh oh uh, i think i'll send kyle a picture of the um of the, of the mountain um and just just show you what it looks like uh it's it's pretty uh it's a pretty big uh, rock formation. It's like just flat all around it, a rock, and then there's like a mountain like 10 miles away from it. So it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Please, that is yeah, awesome. absolutely. Please send that to me. Yeah, I, I will for sure. I appreciate um, that. But yeah, that's all I wanted to tell. Um, you know, I'll probably send you guys some stories. Uh, I don't know, probably through voicemail or uh, I'll type it out in email to you guys, but. Yeah, I, I just want to say you guys have a really great podcast. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that, man. Yes, mm-hmm. very much so. 
and we're we're excited however you decide to get your your encounters and your collection of stories out we we're more than happy to listen to them because i'm i'm stoked on them yeah um i'm looking forward to sharing it with you guys and um hopefully i get to meet you guys at like an event or something say what's up maybe i get to, i'll tell you a story that i have that my aunt told me it's very dark um like what happened to her and i, I shared it with tony on his podcast but i did ask him to remove the story because of how graphic it was yeah yeah. Maybe I'll share it with you guys through an email or something, and awesome. you can read it honestly. But I don't want people to know that that's story is associated with uh, me. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it does involve a skinwalker though, and and my aunt, and it's crazy. It's a crazy story. Oh, that's that's it. Sounds crazy. Like I'm I'm riveted now. Like I want to hear it. <laughs> uh, well, uh, maybe I'll uh, type it and send it to you through Instagram, and you can read it whenever. Awesome. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll let you guys get to it. I, I just wanted to call in and say what's up. Uh, and just wanted to know, I'll let you guys know how great of a podcast you guys have. And been listening to every episode that's released. Awesome. Thank you we so appreci- much. Buddy. We appreciate it. For sure. Sure. All right. All right. Oh, I gotta, I gotta go. All right, buddy. We'll talk at you later. Yeah. Stay All safe right. and stay weird out there. So, see Bye. Dude, could you imagine no. being like living <laughs> next to a place where they supposedly all hang out and just do their thing? No, not at all. I'm I'm very curious as to the 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 lore and the stories behind that and behind the rock. Oh um, yeah, I'm some hooked. Yeah, because I'm almost I, like, man, maybe maybe we should get him on to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, like in that book, the last one that I referenced, uh, it had a couple stories where people actually infiltrated where they were having these meetings out in the middle of the desert. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Wild stuff. Yeah. Wild stuff. It is interesting how it like ties together. It's crazy, man absolutely insane like i just could not imagine seeing a person standing somewhere and then the next thing you know there's an animal or or something completely in, undescribable or like in our story in the story we ran a deer running on two legs running away from you yeah that just just the idea of that it's so unnatural and then to yeah. see it, I saw actually this past week somewhere I saw a picture of a trail cam, and in the background was a deer standing on its hind legs, standing straight up. I know they do that to to fight sometimes and whatnot. I don't know. I don't know the exact contents or context of what the picture was when it was taken, but just being a trail cam picture with a deer standing on its hind legs on the the right side, it was. Uh... It sounds terrifying. Weird. But it could have it could have just been like a perfect shot, you know, yeah. when it reared up. Yeah. But now, if you had video of it walking that way, okay, well, uh, it would move. We got a little different situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy! All right, so Holophone is live again. Yeah, for the people in the chat, they were asking about the number. It's now 
scrolling across the little ticker at the bottom of your screen right here. I just, I don't know, man. The woods, the woods are weird. They are very weird. One of these days, we need to go up behind your house and see if we can't find any, or your mom's house, and see if we can't find anything. I'm game. Like I, I told you, my mom heard something weird the week before yeah. last, right? Same place I heard yeah. the whistling. Same place Dylan heard the Yahoo. Um, it's weird. It's weird up there. Yeah, I, I definitely say we. We go up there and try to see if we can find footprints or anything. Take the night vision out. Hell yeah. Welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Steve. What's, What's up, going buddy? on? It's What's cracking? What's up, Birdie? Uh, well, I'm at work and I'm hanging out. And, uh, it's actually an easy night, so I thought I'd hit you with my uh, maybe Bigfoot story. Oh, hell happened, yeah. Uh, uh, two years ago on Labor Day weekend, uh, a friend of mine uh, was kind of bummed out, and she's like, I want to go do something. And I'm like, hey, how about camping? She's like, great. I know somebody with property. And uh, I'm thinking property, so somewhere up in the mountains. Nope. Turns out it's in a rural community, just a couple, a little bit away. And <clears throat> we get loaded up, and we head out, and we don't get there till late. We get our tent set up just before dusk and we go and crash out wake up the next day uh cook some breakfast hang out and about 10 30 heard something moving in the bushes and i look over and it's turkeys i was like okay that kind of scared the shit out of me but whatever they're not going to do nothing and <clears throat> later on in the afternoon i get bored so i wander the property and they have a target set up with throwing hatchets and I'm like ah cool so I do that for a little bit and uh, get bored go sit down and I'm facing south in this canyon the way the property set is set up is that it's in between some hills and it drops down into a canyon and it's about the size and length of a football field and it butts up to a huge pasture that's in a big well kind of big small canyon with uh, pretty tall walls and I'm facing south and I catch movement out of the corner of my eye and it's somebody I don't know but he's a friend of the family and I kind of got ahead of myself the family that was there they packed up and they left to go further up the road and camp somewhere else so we're on this property by ourselves and I see this guy come down. We, he introduces himself. He's a friend of the family. And he's like, hey, is it cool if I hang out here? I'm like, yeah, sure. And he's hanging out over by a picnic table that they have. And I'm sitting in my chair and facing south. And it's about, I want to say, close to five in the afternoon. And I hear three loud knocks come up about, I want to say, 100 yards up up the canyon to where I was facing and I, I stood up and I, I verbally said no way and I start walking up towards the property line which is a barbed wire fence and I get about a foot away and something roars at me like I've heard a tiger roar before and then when it roared it you, know, you could feel it through your whole body just like a wall of sound and I stopped and I was like I, I thought about it and I'm like, thought about it I'm like 
should I cross the fence and just start taking pictures and hopefully get something? And something popped into my head and I said, listen, stupid, you do that. And whatever this is, if it doesn't like you, it's going to kill you. And you have two other people here that they, it might, it might kill them too. So no, don't do that. And I was like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. And from all the, all the episodes of Sasquatch Chronicles and all the other ones, I was like, I paid attention to the rest of the night. I'm like, if I hear vocalizations, if I get stuff thrown at me, stuff gets weird, I'm grabbing her and we're, I'm like, I'm grabbing her and we're getting out of here. Luckily, nothing happened. <laughs> and the next day, well, no. And I, after that happened, I turned around and I, she's worked on ranches and been around farms and all sorts of stuff like that. And I asked her, I'm like, have you ever heard anything like that, you know, working on a ranch and stuff? And she's like, no, I've never heard anything like that. And I don't know what that was. And I'm like, okay. And I go over to the friend of the family and I go, okay, have you ever heard anything like that being out here? And he just gave me that short dismissive no. And I'm like, okay, has anything weird happened out here? Like livestock disappearing or something like that and he's like no and i'm like he knows something but i'm not gonna push it so i I went over to her and i'm like did you hear what he said she's like yeah he's being real dismissive he knows something i'm like okay (laughs) so the next day we get up we get breakfast and we pack up and we leave but uh, a while later Cause I kept bugging her. I'm like, we need to go back and check that out. We need to go back and check that out. And it didn't happen, but she got a hold of the property owner and the property owner's like, yeah, you can come out here and investigate anytime you want. And I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm going, I got to check it out now. Cause <clears throat> apparently that area is where they move up through. They come up through the Uintas and the Wasatch up through there to the South. And they start headed towards um, uh, what is it? The Snake River Basin up in Wyoming, that part up by Yellowstone. And I was like, okay, I got to check it out now. <laughs> so, all right, I got to give it the. I'm gonna let you go. Uh, love the show, guys. I will talk with you later. All right, bye. See you, Birdie. Be safe, right bud. On, buddy. And we'll bye. Bye. Um, Man. Ever since I heard the theory that uh, wood knocks could possibly not be made by wood knocks and they are uh, some sort of vocalization, it's changed my whole perspective. If they're able to create sound with that much force, uh, it's that's wild. Yeah, I uh, I couldn't imagine being in that that particular situation, although I kind of have been in a roundabout way it's kind of a funny story uh i was working you know i live in illinois and i was up steve you know where canton is yeah canton okay so i was up there working one day Uh, i don't know probably two o'clock in the afternoon or so we're out there cutting brush chainsaws running i got earplugs in and our we had just shut the chainsaws off and I hear the loudest roar I've ever heard in my entire life. And me and the dude 
that I was working with looked at each other like, what in the actual hell was that? And we both did the same thing. We just took off running. Because <laughs> we, were, we were just going to run back to the truck. And we're running over there, and my foreman's laughing at me. And I was like, dude, this sound like a fucking T-Rex. Like, what was that? And he's like, he's like, you're dumb. He's like, right up the road, there is like one of those um, like almost private zoos where homeowners like, hey, I'm just going to have some cages and I'm going to put big cats in it. And it was a lion is what it was. It was a lion's roar. The absolute last thing you expect to hear in the woods of Illinois. Yes. 100%. 100%. But it, it rattled me where I because I didn't know what the hell it was, man. And it was so loud. And being that far away, and that's a lion. Now take that times what a, a Bigfoot would be, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you're you talking, what? I don't even know how much the lion would weigh. Not as much as a Bigfoot. No, no. Like I figure I what, a, lion, a lion's probably, probably 400 a pounds, quarter, maybe. A quarter or 300 pounds. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe a third of what a, a, a Bigfoot is reportedly weighed in at. But man, like if a lion can do that, I bet a Bigfoot could make a shitload of noise that'll absolutely rock your world. Oh yeah. And just like it's uh it would for leaf, it would take an incredible set of pipes and lungs. To... Oh man. But I mean if they if they roar to the point to where you can feel it just throughout your entire being then it's not that not that far fetched for them to be able to make any sort of vocalization to, at an extreme right. audible level, but especially like wood knocks and stuff like that. Yeah, and dealing with the infrasound and all that stuff. Welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo, hey, is this Kyle? Yes, sir. Hey, how's it going, man? My name's Day. I'm a big fan. Been hearing you guys out for for quite a minute now. Awesome, man. What's going on? Yeah, I just wanted to call in and, and tell tell a little tale. Well, it's like a UFO story, little little thing that oh, happened yeah. to me, but nothing nothing spectacular. But I, I've always wanted to get off my chest. Let's hear it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, right on. Well, first I want to say I, I think you guys are great. You guys are awesome. I think uh, you guys really stand out from the rest of the podcast. You guys have a cool lingo. And then you guys live off monsters and stuff like that. So, <laughs> it's, it's always, yeah, it's so fun to hear hear you guys all the time. Well, I guess I would start uh, my story with um, it was during the mid pandemic, August uh, 2020. Excuse me if I'm a little nervous. It's the first time calling in anything like this. So. No, you're good, buddy. Oh, Don't yeah, worry about good. it. Right, I'm always on. nervous. So. <laughs> so you know how the country was locking down and everything and everybody was like taking shelter and, you know, just secluding themselves from society. I kind of got like the fatigue and I hit up my friend that lives in, well, I live in Los Angeles, but she lives in downtown LA. Um, so I hit her up. I said, Hey, you know what? You know, this has gone long enough. I haven't seen anybody in a while. Let's just hang out. I know you're probably taking care of yourself. I'm taking care of myself. We're both being responsible. I'm going to come over with some beers. Let's just hang out. She says, yeah, sure. Come on down. 
I go to downtown LA. She had just moved there, got a new apartment. We're hanging out in her apartment. About like, not gonna lie, one or two beers in, I tell her, hey, let's go to the rooftop. There's like a fire code in Los Angeles where you have to have all the rooftops. Well, the doors to the rooftops have to have access at all times. So I knew that she didn't. And she lives kind of right by the Staples Center or the Crypto Center with the Lakers place. So I said, let's just check out the buildings to drink some beers out there. And she's like, sure. She brings a blanket. She wants to make it romantic, I guess, which is not bad in my opinion. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> we get up there. She sets up the blanket. I'm on my third beer now. She's she's barely drinking at all. She's not much of a drinker. And I lay down and I stare at the sky. And I swear to you, I look up straight at the sky and I go, imagine if I see a UFO right now. And and just randomly like that. So I look up, nothing there. This is where it's kind of hard to explain, but if you ever laid on your back and you look straight up to the sky. You're looking like straight up. I busted the whole Linda Blair exorcism thing where you know how she's going down the stairs with her head like tilted all the way back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For shits and giggles. I don't know what happened to me, but I just busted that. I, I did that. I turned my head all the way back and I see a chunk of the sky moving. And I'm like, what the hell? So I I get up on my feet and I look at the sky and and it is moving. It it's like a, a section of the sky is moving. I want to say it's as big as a an airplane or like a jumbo jet. I look at it and I'm like, Susie, are you watching this? And she's like, what, what are you watching? I'm like, look at this. And to me, what I can best describe it as was like a, a, a black triangle, but it was like transparent. You could see like the moonlight hitting it, but you can see through it at the same time. And on each corner, there was like a, like a yellow light. It was huge. It was huge. And I, and I tell her, are you looking at this? And she says to me, oh, my God. She's not into UFOs at all or anything like that, anything supernatural, paranormal or anything. And the best way she described it was it's it's a machine. So that's when I knew, like, I'm not tripping. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing this for real. And you know how most people say, like, oh, why don't you film it or why don't you take a picture of it? Let me tell you, man, I've seen strange lights in the sky far above. And, you know, you can film stuff like that. But when you see this thing, it was a craft, man. It was a huge craft. I was I was such in awe. I didn't want to take my eyes off it. I didn't want to pull out my phone to film it. And I was just I felt like it was something special. Like no one really sees this kind of event or like a once in a lifetime kind of deal. We both look at it and it's slowly gliding like over the city and just going towards I want to say like the south. And slowly it starts to just fade away. And I pull my phone out of the pocket and I'm like, okay, usually when you see like UFO sign, you get abducted or something. So I'm like, oh my God, let me check the time. There better not be any missing time. I'm, gonna, I'm freaking out. <laughs> Look at the time. It's, it's perfectly good. The time is, is, is how I last remember it to be. And yeah, yeah, that's my story. It was just amazing. Something like that. I just, I, I was so astonished. It was just I, an incredible feeling. I, I felt like, like it was a pleasure to see it. Like, like I've, like a special, you know, just I felt like real you were, special. You were it. chosen, like you were chosen to see it. <laughs> right on. You know, it's funny. Yeah. I always hear about like people like you can summons UFOs and, you know, Stephen Greer with the whole C5 thing. And I just felt like in that moment that something popped into my head, like imagine seeing a UFO and there it was. It was just like automatically.
I don't know that if that happened. That was the first thing I thought of. Was like just right, man- right. manifesting the UFOs. Yeah, and that's not the yeah. first time we've had a caller talk about it like that. Like they were, they were talking about seeing one or feeling of seeing one, and then boom, there they are. Exactly, and and you know what? It, it, I was just left with more questions. I the next day, like I, I actually tweeted it just so I can remember the description of it and everything, just in detail before I forget. As time passes by, you start forgetting stuff. So I did tweet it, and I put full detail on it. I wanted to go to the MUFON website, but they charge or something. So I'm like, man, did anyone else see this? I searched Twitter, no one saw it. But I'm telling you, it was it was like a black triangle, just I want to say cloaked, but translucent. But you could see the edges of it. It was just so bizarre. It was just amazing, amazing. That is so cool. Yeah. I <laughs> I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Well that's, that's awesome. my story, guys. And thank you for letting me broadcast it. If anyone saw that thing on August 27, 2020, please reach oh, out because I'm I'm Googling I'm it. I'm not the only one. I know I, I, I can't be, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta write that down. August twenty seventh. 2020 downtown LA. I swear, man. See, and that's how you know. Love, like... That's how you know it stuck with you because you yeah. remember the fucking date. Staples, <laughs> yeah, Staples man, Center no. UFO. Yeah, yeah, right where the Lakers play, man. I'm not kidding. It, oh, it was just I was stuck in all, man. It was just amazing. That's thanks, awesome, thanks for letting dude. me tell my story, guys. Absolutely, well, thanks, brother. Thanks for popping in and sharing it with us. Stay safe no and stay weird out there. You got it. Fuck, that was awesome. That was. I love how he's like, oh, it's not that big of a story, and it's, I know. And then he then awesome he starts to let loose, and you yeah. can tell like with the with the the passion that he talked about it, like that was legit. Like that. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Absolutely, it stuck with him forever. It, For sure. At first, it reminded me of the story about the was that a caller last week or the week before, where whatever the craft was had like the mirrored bottom on it. Oh, I do remember talking about. I don't remember if it was last. The first week thing that week. popped in my head, and I was trying to remember. Yeah, sure. like, Shit, was that in? Was that in Los Angeles too? But I I couldn't remember. Yeah. But as he described it being transparent, where he's just seeing through it, that is, it's awesome. I mean, imagine, imagine the like, the the mind trickery that would play. Because I would be like, Am I seeing this? Am I not seeing this? Am I just making this up? It because I can I can see it, but I can't see it. I've, and, then, uh, and he lucked out because he had somebody there to ver- also verify. Like, no, I can totally see what you're seeing right now. Oh yeah, and you hear a lot of a lot of the black triangle uh, phenomenon and crafts people see usually block out the sky. Yes. So that that's what makes them noticeable is that, like the stars and everything will will essentially disappear as it passes. But this right. it's almost like some sort of weird cloaking technology or some sort of camouflage that they're whatever this thing was is using I yeah mean, that's that's where i get out of it it's like a like a predator cloak for a ufo yeah or i mean or it could be government technology oh yeah for that matter oh absolutely absolutely i, I, I mean just, i would not doubt that at all and they say a lot of people theorize that the black triangle is government yeah because i mean I don't know. I don't know. It's the whole phenomenon is so weird. So, it is, but it's awesome. It is awesome. I need to and find me a UFO. It's just uh, that was that was that was a banger of a call day. Thank you cool. for thank awesome. you for. I saw him in the chat. Like everybody was psyching him up. Like let's go, let's go, and 
Damn, the holophone is just blasting off. I had three. Had, we've had three calls since getting off there. <laughs> you guys are wild. Hello, oh, welcome wild. to the night shift. Yo, what up, Kyle, Steve, Holocoat? It's your boy Twisted. What's up, oh, buddy? Damn, what up, Twist? I got a ghost story for you tonight. Let's hear it. So it starts off. My uncle passed away in a drunk driving accident the year I was born. I was born in the spring, and he passed away Thanksgiving of the same year. And him and my dad were uh, best friends. Spent a lot of time together. And we had just moved to this new house into the city. I had lived in the country all the way up until then. And, you know, moving to a house, a new place is already tough enough when you're a kid. And, you know, being 12 wasn't any easier, especially when you're used to living in the country, you know, you hear silence and crickets, maybe, you know, some coyotes in the, in the distance to gunshots and cars and sirens all the time so it was it was quite a a jump and my dad worked nights back then and it was me and my mom sitting on the couch we were watching tv and i want to say it was like maybe two days of us actually finished moving everything from the old house to the new house and there's a doorway, as I'm sitting on the couch and the TV's in front of us, there's a doorway right in front of me that goes into my parents' room. And I'm catching, you know, like flashes out of the corner of my eyes, me and my mom watching TV. And I look over to the doorway, and in the doorway is standing, oh, I don't know if you remember an ad, the Marlboro man with Sam Elliott, where he would lean up against like a bar or, you know, like a door frame with his cowboy hat and kind of, you know, have his legs kicked out. But in the door frame is standing and I can see through it. It's transparent because I can see into my parents' bedroom is a man in a red flannel shirt, blue jeans and boots. And, you know, I'm already freaked out from moving into the city. And all of a sudden, I see this. So my face kind of screws up. And my mom says, you know, what's wrong? She notices that I'm kind of fidgeting. And I said, well, I just saw a man standing in the doorway in a red flannel shirt and blue jeans. And he waved to me. She kind of sat there and was watching TV for, you know, continued on. About five minutes later, I look over and she's gone completely pale. And I said, you know, what's wrong, mom? She doesn't say anything to me. She gets up and goes into the other room and grabs a photo album and starts flipping through pages, flipping through pages and stops on a page. And she sits there for about two minutes before she hands me 
the photo album and says, was this him? And in the photo album is my uncle leaned in a door frame, holding me with a great big smile on his face. So I like to think that was his way of telling me it was going to be all right in this new place. And I had a lot of ghost activity in older houses we had lived in. And they weren't pleasant. This experience, I wasn't scared like all the rest of them. I just kind of saw this guy that I didn't really know and couldn't have known because I was not even a year old when he passed. But like I said, I think it was his way of, you know, telling me from wherever he was that it was going to be all right. And from then on, I never had any ghost experiences in the new house. That was, that was it. So yeah, that's my story. That's awesome, man. That is awesome. I love, I love to hear. um, Are you there? Yeah. 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 Can you hear us? Hello. You, you there? Hello. Can you hear yeah, us? I'm here. Okay. All right. right, 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 right. Now. Yeah, sure thing. Um, I love to hear stories uh similar to that, like where you have a family member that held held you close closely or you held them closely, and when they when they move on, they kind of seem to pop back in just to sort of check in let you know they're all right checking in to make sure you're all right and just kind of kind of let you know that they're still they're still around keeping an eye on you yeah it was it was a big impact on my dad because his side of the family were all alcoholics and his mom and dad got divorced and then quote back together for the kids and it was just a horrible situation for all of them And the only friend my dad really had was his brother. And for him to lose him like that, you know, the the year his son was born, I'm sure it was always, you know, weighing on his mind. And, you know, when he got home from work, we told him and he, of course, had been working all day and, you know, just kind of shook it off. But I like to think he, you know, felt could sleep a little bit easier Knowing that his brother checked in on his nephew. Yeah, for Absolutely. sure. Then there's almost mul- more. There are multiple facets there to him kind of checking in on you, probably checking in on his brother as well, making sure he's holding it together. That is, it. It kind of gives me gives me hope in the afterlife that uh, everyone I held held close that has passed on is kind of keeping an eye on me, looking out over my shoulder and. One day when I go, I'll be looking out over the people that I give a give a shit about as well. You know, when you're into the stuff that we're into, we don't get a whole lot of hope. It's, it's usually looking down a long, cold tunnel, and for for a little little rays of light, like your guys' podcast. And you know, I hope you guys take it in because we can't say it enough. If, if it wasn't for you guys, none of us would be here. So in, in, a, in a world full of darkness, let's, let's hold on to the little, little beams of light we can get, like the Hol- Sky Podcast and the Holocaust, right? 
Hell yes. Dude, I fucking appreciate that. Yeah. Like that gave me goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 the reason you guys keep on keeping on. Yeah, I mean Mike, it's Mike, keep the fight up. We we appreciate you, Twiz. Absolutely. Stay safe. Hey, not, and not have as much as we appreciate y'all. You have a good night, man. Thank you. you Both too. of you. Thank you. Later, guys. Later, buddy. See ya. So, well, damn. That was I, heavy. Uh, yeah, I can't. I don't know. I can't. I can't stress it enough. Like, just as much as we are the mouth mouthpiece of the show, you you guys are also the show. You know, that's why we're here. Yeah. Whenever we started this, we wanted to create a platform where people not only did we talk about weird shit, but we could we could create a platform where people could share their experiences and not have to have like the stigma or taboo about it being paranormal or you know just we could create a place where you could let all those insecurities about seeing something you can't explain or hearing something you can't explain or you know being involved in something you can't explain you can just let all that just shed off and you can just share your weirdness here and yeah, to hear that it's paying off is wonderful yeah and then i'm guilty you know i'm a i'm a hard worker man and i i like i don't know i, I work my ass off and i always i because kenneth said something to me about it the other day on discord and uh he's like man the hard work you guys put in it really shows and i was just like Man, I really hope so because I always feel like it's never enough. Because my work, my work ethic is so fucking through the roof sometimes that I always feel like it's never enough. Like I never do enough. Like I need to do more, and I need to do more, and I need to learn more, and I need to do more. And it's cool to hear people acknowledge that that hard work that you've put in. Like it's it's a really good feeling, right? Because in, in most day to day jobs, like what we do is hard, and we don't ever get acknowledged for it. It's just it is what it is. It's your job, you know? So it's yeah. cool to, to sacrifice like we do and, and to see people have, you know, acknowledge that it, it makes you feel good. I also like Twiz's story. Um, like, cause it made me feel like dude was not only checking in, but cause he made, he made the comment like he had, he's had a lot of paranormal experiences but while he was in this house, it was straight up protected. Like, I feel like dude was like, I got you fam. I'm here to protect you. Like we are going to put an end to this shit. So I, I really, I just, I really love that story. So good. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. The whole, everything, everything about it was awesome. Minus, yeah. minus you losing your uncle and yeah, uh, which sorry. incident incident. Yeah. Yes. RIP. But the fact that that he decided to hang out and check in on people that were close to them, that is that is awesome. Yeah, and absolutely. As far as um, what you said there at the end, uh, that's what makes that's what the show's all about. That's what makes it so. There's so much fulfillment for me and Kyle when when we can interact with you all and we can hear you out and we can we can just be a part of the community that is the hollow cult, you know, it's, it's, it's all, it's all one big entity. It's not just us and you guys. It's just, it's, it's its own thing. It's starting to grow on its own and it's just taken off. And to hear that it is impacting you all positively is wonderful. Yeah, it is awesome. 
and it it, it, it is awesome. Kyle, like Kyle said, there's who are we are our, our own worst critics, and it gets to a point where you feel like you never have enough time. You never have yeah. enough time. You never have enough time. And to to hear that it's paying off and it's a little a little positive light that people look forward to is awesome. Oh yeah, for sure. That's the only way I can put it. It's, it's, for sure. Well, I got the line back open for probably one more call, maybe. It's pretty close. Hopefully the person that's been calling a shitload hits him. Right, here we go. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Hey guys, how's it going? Good, how are you? Yo. I just second myself up to call in. All right. All right. Let's do this. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so uh, I feel like I'm getting cribbed. I got a ghost story and a UFO story. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I'll do the UFO one because I know we're getting on in the night. So uh, I grew up in eastern Arizona, way, way out in the mountains at about 8,500 feet. And uh, as you might imagine, things get a little weird out there. It's a real sparsely populated area. And uh, there were rumors that there was a little dirt landing strip behind a mountain that we lived on. And everyone had a UFO story, this, that. So uh, I'd go down to one of my buddy's houses every now and then to run around, be forest kids, you know. And uh, we joined the family, I guess, because we had a really close and uh, visceral UFO encounter. Uh, oh, geez, I totally blew, blew past this. Um, sorry, I got to gather myself up. No, you're fine. Yeah, you're good. Uh, I'm CJ from couple shows ago probably start of the year if you remember that so i was the guy that dreamed out the day that happened and then i lived it again and happened a couple times oh yeah gotcha gotcha absolutely so uh i have uh images that a good friend of mine made for me of this encounter i went out and i got it on google earth where i was standing where it was over and all that and uh, he's a 3D modeler, so he rendered up a perfect rendition of it because he worked with me like a police sketch. And uh, I wanted to use the same email that I used for that story to send that over to you guys. You can post it up, whatever. Awesome. So uh, we are at his house. It's a double wide. And we're hanging out, doing what we do. And uh, we're... 12, 11, 12 years old. So we're all gathered up in the house. You know, we're not out in the woods. It's me, it's my friend, and then his parents. So uh, D and A, just say that because, you know, small town ethic, don't want to get out, but um, they were real hard, no nonsense folks. Uh, he was a horse trainer, a real iron woman, 
and really didn't take kindly to any of the paranormal stuff that us kids were into. And A was a combat vet from Iraq who had just come back and he was pretty quiet. Real nuts and bolts guy. He was a fire captain. So I am there in the house. I walk over to the sink to get a drink of water. Got a window over the the sink. And there's no special buildup to it. I look out the window and there is about 300 yards away a UFO. And it's so close. I mean, you think about 300 yards doesn't seem like that much, but when you're dealing with a craft that's, they call it 70 yards in size, it's pretty significant. So I'm right up on it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's a cigar shape with four kind of ice blue, almost like a diamond color portholes along the side and uh, scorching burn marks or maybe water marks like you see in dry docks when ships get pulled up. There was some kind of scoring or black going up to down on it. And the color of whatever it was, was what really stood out to me. It was zinc plated. So, you know, uh, certain bolts or what have you have that kind of brass look to it. And then there's that uh, green and pink kind of pearlescence in it. Very distinctive color. And that's exactly what it was. It can't be anything else. I don't know anything else that looks like that. So, you know, me being a, a paranormal kid, I'm just out of my mind excited. And so I call over my friend, oh, hey, come on, check this out. I don't even say what it is. And he comes over and he goes, wow, whoa, look at that. And he kind of gets squirrely. He gets scared. So he calls over D, calls over one of his parents. And that's when I knew things were real and kind of spooky because she came over and, you know, up until this point, I'm thinking, okay, well, this is cool if it's real. Maybe I'm just having like a dream or something. I don't know. She comes over to the window and looks out at it. And her eyes go wide. And she's scared. And that was my cue to go, oh, okay, something isn't right here. And uh, she points out that there's no sound to it. She goes, well, what is this thing? It just popped up out of nowhere. We didn't hear anything. It's just hanging there. It's moving very, very slowly. And she gets freaked out, calls over A. And the big guy comes over. And then he gets scared. And, you know, uh, combat that kind of guy, when <laughs> when you see his eyes go wide, you know things aren't going well. And we're told to 
pull up in the middle of the house and pretty much hunkered down and waited out. Uh, a, you know, he, I mentioned he was a fire captain at the time. He puts out a call to the little town fire department. There was maybe 50 people in that town because he, I guess, didn't know what to do necessarily. Uh, when you're that far out in the sticks, it's kind of country justice. There's no law enforcement to call. So the fire department's the only authority there is. And uh, they start to huddle up with us in the middle of the house. And they're kind of trying to play it off. Oh, it's, it's unusual. Yeah. But you know, there's, there's nothing distressing going on. And uh, hours passed like that. I mean, we weren't allowed to go near any of the windows. The shades are drawn. And eventually, uh, a buddy of mine came by at scheduled time. He had no idea what was going on. So he just pulls up and goes, hey, why are you all so scared? And we, you know, we play it off because at the time and in that kind of environment, you don't want to be labeled a crank. And Aaron kind of, he gives a little sideways glance because my buddy was also in the fire department. And he goes, hey, uh, anything, you heard it, anything from anyone? And uh, buddy goes, no, I, I haven't heard anything. I haven't seen anything unusual untoward and uh we kind of chalk it up like okay well all four of us had that experience and there were animals down the hill that were reacting to something going crazy did we really have that experience or was it a a collective hallucination or a dimension slip i mean i don't know or it could just be you know a small town keeping things hush hush but uh there you go i mean that's my story if you guys have any questions i've been going on and on um you had mentioned that the the rumor was that there was a small like dirt airstrip behind the mountain yeah so the main i guess i can name where this is this is called alpine arizona and it's situated in a small valley with a bunch of pretty sizable mountains the biggest of which is escadilla and escadilla was known all around those parts as being kind of a ufo magnet and the rumor was uh there was a airstrip that was back there that had been mysteriously created sometime in the 90s by the federal government and no one had really heard of any of it it was officially you know disused they never used it or anything but it was on federal reservation land for a uh, bald eagle reserve and you couldn't get back there no one was allowed back there weird surprise surprise weird Oh. Surprise, surprise. <clears throat> of any of the other little uh, small town uh, local rumors or sightings that anybody else that you heard talk about 
uh, see a craft that was similar to yours, the cigar shape, the blue portholes and such? So I heard from them, they started kind of casing that little area where they lived. And they said that two or three folks down the hill, yeah, we were situated on a hill. So down in the little valley where the craft was over, they said, yeah, we saw something weird on Wednesday. Um, we don't really want to talk about it, but, you know, uh, we had animals going crazy and I saw something I don't want to talk about. Interesting. What was the name of the town again? I'm going to do some Google earthen. Uh, so this happened in Nutrioso, Arizona, uh, specifically in a little piece of it called Augur Canyon. All right. I'm going to see if I can so, snoop around and find myself a airstrip. The people, yeah. the people that you stayed with, do you think that was the first time they've ever seen anything like that? Uh, absolutely, yes. Okay. Because I was, all of that setup was to say, you know, these were no nonsense folks and they were terrified. Right. Yeah. I was only asking because they had like a very particular set of things they made you do. Like, we're going to stay away from the windows. We're going to do all this. Like, and I didn't know if maybe they had previous contact with something like this and there was a reason as to why they were keeping you guys away from the windows. Well, boy, that's interesting. I, I've never actually thought about that because, you know, I assume they were just going through safety protocols. Could it, be. it could be that they were so terrified because they, they knew what was up. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it, it's hard telling. I mean, I just, it, I was curious just if maybe they had seen something like that before and we're just that's why they were terrified yeah well these were hard clamped folks so if that was the case i would never heard about it yeah yeah uh, oh something else i you know you guys like to get into this a little bit i usually leave this part out but facts are facts uh i completely forgot about this sighting about two three days after it happened Oh, that's and weird. I, I don't have any explanation for it. You know, I didn't have any missing time or anything, but, you know, 300 yards out, you see a, what may as well be an alien spaceship. I mean, that's... Yeah, <laughs> like pretty, the guy from earlier pretty tonight, significant. You'd, you'd think you'd stick with it, but uh, I completely forgot that this happened for years and years and years. And then these very fuzzy kind of cloudy memories would show up and I would start to remember little bits and pieces and dreams. And then one day it just, you know, it hit me, it unlocked and I remembered it all. That's, That's weird. wild. It that took me weird. six years, seven years. <sighs> That's weird. That that is a that's I'm glad that you remembered to tell us that because that's <sighs> It is. It's almost like something just something forced you to forget. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder how often that shit happens too. Like where people see things, but then they're forced to forget about it. Like the whole MIB style hit you or, with the zapper. Or if it's your brain, mm -hmm. your brain's blocked. Could it be. Out. Like 
like maybe there maybe there's more more to it that happened and your brain's like you know what we're not gonna be able to handle this right now yeah we're done put it on the back burner it is oh man and you said it was about 70 yards long in your estimation yeah Yeah, it was real big you know i'm i'm a football player so i i know yards and i do hunting too so i'm halfway decent with that kind of stuff yeah that is wild pretty good size it was real big. Yeah. You're not missing that one, especially at 300 yards. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Awesome. Hopefully they missed me. Yeah. yeah. Facts. Ain't no shit. Man, that's uh That is wild. That is. And the whole the whole lore behind it, like everybody in town had a UFO sighting and the I I love the idea that there's a shady uh airstrip behind the mountain that's oh yeah that's awesome that's where most of our bigfoot stuff happened in town too it came from that area oh that's that's weird too for sure that is i don't even know i mean i'm glad to have escaped it but there's a there's a creepy little hidden world out there in these tiny little high mountain towns, you know, I, weird stuff happens and no one talks about it. It seems like there is a lot of weird alien stuff out West. For some but reason that you hear a lot about in the desert and stuff. Well, yeah. I believe that's a lot of where our air force stuff is. Yeah. Yeah. Bad point. Yeah, for sure. It's, that was that was awesome. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I it makes it. it does. It makes me want to just like start Google Earth and trying to trying to find Air Force bases now. Secret <laughs> secret airstrips on nature preserves. Oh well, we appreciate you calling in. That was that was awesome. Absolutely, I'll have to come back with my ghost story some other time. Yes, please do. Yes, absolutely. All right. All right. We'll talk at you later, buddy. Yep. Stay safe and stay All weird right. out there. Hey, you too. Thanks for the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I, I love wow, like when dude. things start to intermingle and the dots connect as we're listening to the, the story. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, that was the one thing I was, I was scared of is like whenever he described her coming to the window and her jaw just dropped and her eyes got big. I'm like, Oh shit. She's seen this before. She, yeah, she, she knows, knows she knows what's, yeah, she knows what's yeah. going to happen. That's what, that's I, what I, I was totally, I was totally waiting for him to drop that. Like that's where my mind went. And I'm just like, Oh no, but it, it no. is almost like they had, they had a protocol that they were following. Yeah. Everybody in the center of the house, dude, stay away from yeah. the windows. I mean, it, and it very well could have, it very well could have, they've been through it before. They just don't talk about it. Maybe. Or maybe they, it was just like a general thing of like, uh, kind of like me, you know, uh, I'm just going to go back to sleep. Fuck this. It could have been their way of like, we're going to go into the center of the house where we can't see out. We can't even see it. We're we're going to just not even acknowledge its existence. We're done. We're done. This is where we're staying the rest of the night. Yeah. End of story. I mean, and on the, on the flip side of that, if I if I was here and the kids were here and I saw something out there, I'd be like, "Get away from the windows." Yeah, you know, it'd be, right. it'd be the same response essentially. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it yeah, is. that makes perfect sense. 
I love it. I love weird shit. Awesome. It, it is awesome. That is awesome. I I will never not be interested in weird shit. Same. Same. It's always going to be something that will forever interest me. Because there's just so much to it. There's so much out there. So many questions. Yeah. So little answers. Yeah. That's what makes it fun. It is. It is. But it is that time, all occult. It is getting late. So we're about to wrap it up. Yeah. Um, we've been kind of flirting with the idea if this thing keeps picking up uh if we get more uh more people in the chat uh we might extend the hours a little bit uh we'll see uh how it goes and uh we'll just kind of let this thing become its become its thing so uh yeah see what happens yep again you we blasted through the record again tonight i saw 125 yep. in here at one point yep which is you just you guys just keep stacking it up i know it's awesome it is awesome uh we appreciate everyone in here uh, everybody in the chat chat was firing off again kind um, bones i'm ready to hear it hell yeah we, we are ready um but again uh thanks everybody that's come to hang out hang out thanks to all the people from the discord everybody that uh, all the recognizable names, all the new names. Yeah. On Discord, go go check it out. Go kick it over there. A bunch of good people over there. Um, yeah, that should about do it. Uh, go through and support all of the independent creators. Uh, there's quite a few in here, so scroll through the chat and make sure you go and support everybody that's uh, busting ass. Please Keep do. Weird rolling. And until next time, Holocaust, stay safe, stay weird, and if you see a UFO, get away from the windows. That's, that's protocol. <laughs> <laughs>